Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Hey, good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of The State of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. Now that California has its census results and knows it will lose one seat in Congress, the long and difficult task of redrawing its district boundaries is well underway, with the first draft of the new maps expected in just four weeks. California's nonpartisan Citizens Redistricting Commission is doing that work and could produce some interesting results in time for next year's elections. Results will be new boundaries for the Bay Area's House, Assembly, and State Senate District, whatever district you're in. Probably some new numbers for your districts, too, and maybe some significant shifts in the demographics and ethnic makeup of many districts. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by a man who's been studying this process closely, Derry Schrago, the publisher of the nonprofit California Target book. He also teaches political science at USC. He's an attorney, longtime Democratic strategist. Thank you so much for being with us once again. Uh, let's start with the big picture. So once California's new districts are drawn, our congressional delegation is going to shrink for the first time ever from 53 seats to 52. So the state will have 54 electoral votes in 2024 instead of 55. Where does it seem likely the state is going to lose that one House district? Well, Doug, uh, I think most political insiders have uh, concluded that that congressional district is going to be in uh, Los Angeles County, certainly in Southern California. Um, You know, this is all driven very much by data. And as you said, we have an independent uh, redistricting commission that has four uh, independents and five Democrats, five Republicans. So I think the assumption is that this is going to be a map drawn without uh, playing favorites with uh, either party or with individuals. And Los Angeles County uh, and other parts of Southern California are where there have been population losses in the existing districts. As you referenced, the whole idea behind this new process is to take the partisanship out of it. Um, A skeptic might suggest that things are still happening behind the scenes with party influence. What do you think? Not that much, um, which isn't to say that the parties aren't trying. I mean, <laughs> I watch what's going on because at the Target book, we're watching this very, very closely. And there have been efforts made um, that clearly are veiled efforts by, by partisan interests to affect the, the, the outcome here. But this commission is very smart. Uh, and they're advised by professionals who've done redistricting before. And, and I just don't think that's going to work. 
When it's all said and done in four weeks, is the map that they come out with, if you look at it side by side, are the changes, let's say, just to an every woman, would it be obvious? Probably not that much to, to a voter. Um, obviously, it'll be very noticeable to the people who are affected by it, the people who presently hold those seats or who hope to hold those seats. But, I, I, you know, from a, from the point of view of just a person, a voter, uh, probably not that much because the the plan that they're redrawing now uh, was a very reasonable plan because it, too, was drawn by uh, the independent commission. I want to go back to what you said about how the parties are trying to influence the process. What what form does that take? How how do they do that? How do they try to sway this one way or the other by pretending maybe to be something they're not? Well, that's exactly right, Doug. I mean, what's going on, and, and far be it for me to point fingers, but um, there's been an effort that was actually, I think, fairly, with all due respect to the people trying, pretty ham-handed uh, on the part of, of one of the two parties um, to to uh, create a lot of, of apparent uh, public comment on the need to to create a, uh, a district uh, in in, um, in in the Stockton area and and split it off from a district that that goes from the Stockton area to the East Bay and and so, so all of a sudden there were all these comments coming in and and what became apparent to political professionals is that what this was really about is that the Republican Party wants to create a safe seat in the Central Valley where they're strong by having a district that's only there and doesn't extend towards the Bay Area, which is considered more liberal. But it's been obvious what's been going on, and that's just an example. And, and I, I think they thought they, they, you know, would look that the people who, who were who were offering those comments uh, were were even-handed. But you know, it, it, it just it, it appears not to have been so. In terms of the commission's charter, so to speak, how clear are the criteria that is guiding it? The criteria are actually very clear, Judge, because because they come out of a, a Supreme Court decision that goes back to 1973, and in that um, uh, Supreme Court decision, um, there are, are seven criteria listed for a uh, redistricting plan that meets a uh, legal mus- uh, muster, and and they're pretty obvious to it. Just to a, again to a voter, the districts have to be of equal population, which these days we wouldn't give any thought to, but it hasn't been that many years since districts were not of equal population, and they have to be um, they have to be um, drawn fairly easily in the sense that that cities and counties are not to be divided where possible. They're supposed to be the term is contiguous and compact. And then county and city lines are supposed to be maintained as possible. Community of interest are supposed to be maintained. There's a standard set of tests that the plan has to meet legally. Do you think there's any chance the Democrats lose their supermajority in the state legislature? No. No, I think... And that's not, and that has nothing to do with with uh, you know, suggestions that the plan might be unfair, which I don't think it will be, uh, because Patty, I mean, Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one. It's just that simple. There's twice as many registered Democrats in California as there are Republicans, and this is a state where you know Donald Trump got about what 36 percent of the vote. So it's pretty hard to imagine a, a, a plan that will substantially alter the Democrats very solid two-thirds control of both houses of the 
state legislature. If if Republican, if Trump got about 36 percent of the vote, then I mean, I think most people would agree. Well, that's about the number of seats that that the Republicans should have in the legislature in a fairly drawn plan, and they're going to wind up with something you know reasonably close to that. All right. Well, thank you so much, Derry Schrager, publisher of the nonprofit California Target Book. He teaches at USC, talking about the California redistricting process four weeks away from seeing the new maps uh, under which we will vote, uh, at least the first draft of those. And as we get closer to that process, we're going to have the chair of that commission on with us uh, on a later show. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.